Tonya Rowe is our third panelist, and she's the global policy lead for food and nutrition security at CARE International. Tonya, let's uh, talk about uh, approaches that have been effective for CARE International in addressing the impacts of climate change on small-scale farmers, and what gaps do you see in the, these efforts? Sure. Thanks so much, Rajul, and, and thank you to IFPRI and FAO for inviting CARE uh, to be part of the panel. Um, CARE comes at the issues that we're talking about today from the perspective of fighting poverty and social injustice and advancing gender equality. So the approaches that we use in working with, with small-scale food producers and communities living in poverty, those approaches are really aimed at directly tackling the barriers that they face and the challenges that they're experiencing. And so for us, it really is focused on this idea of empowering those populations to access the resources and the options that, that they need so that they can actually achieve the aspirations that they happen to have. There go my notes. Um, so it, participatory approaches for care are, are a key way of getting at, at that. And there are two that I want to share with you that we use in a number of our programs. The first is farmer field and business schools, um, building off the farmer field school approach, but integrating a value chain component. And so, you know, first and foremost, it's a participatory farmer-led approach that enables farmers to test out new, sustainable, resilient agriculture practices in demonstration plots before they're taking the risk in their own plots when they're living on the edge of crisis. It also, for CARE, enables us to directly address gender inequality because we're engaging women directly and making sure that they have equal access to resources that too often they don't. And it's also then making sure that the techniques and the information that women have access to, that that's relevant to what they are growing and to the agricultural aspects of their livelihoods. For CARE, though, farmer field and business schools are also then a platform for building in work with communities on other issues, whether it is gender inequality at a household or community level when it comes to allocation of land. We're also able to then work with them on nutrition or on accessing um, different value chains. And we've seen tremendous success where we have used this approach. Women gaining access, um, 49,000 women gaining access to 11,000 acres of land. It's half the size of Manhattan. Um, doubling their production on a number of crops and generating over $7 million in revenue. The other approach and this really gets directly at the, the climate resilient um, challenge, is the participatory scenario planning approach. And that brings together local communities, local government officials, meteorologists, as well as local civil society to talk through scenarios for the coming season and to work together to figure out how they would address each of those scenarios. And so not only does it give local food producers actionable plans, it also builds their capacity to voice their concerns with local government and the capacity of local government to engage with them. What we do still see missing um, too often is a much more rigorous integration of gender. It often comes down to just the number of women participating. But without really rigorous analysis of the drivers of gender inequality and the barriers to women's participation, you may actually not end up addressing it and not actually have women effectively participating. Tonya, thank you. A very quick uh, question. In all of this, you're sitting here at IFPRI. What is the role of policy? Policy 
has a very big role to play. We know that we can't end hunger and we can't end poverty household by household. We have to address the system in which small-scale food producers and women are operating and making decisions. And policy is, is a key means of doing that, whether it's policy at a national level and it's a government delivering on their commitment to put a certain percentage of their budget into agriculture or nutrition, whether it's multi-sectoral planning, whether it's donor governments delivering on increased climate finance, or it's work at a global level. Um, Marcianne, you mentioned the Coronivia joint work on agriculture in the UN climate negotiations. That new program over the next couple years is an enormous opportunity to provide some policy coherence around the climate agriculture nexus. There are a lot of initiatives in this space, but they're not necessarily all coming together. So there's an opportunity for policy coherence, and then there's also an opportunity in that to set some high-level standards so that all of that action by national governments, by donor governments, and in those initiatives is really grounded in sustainability and inequity.